Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 346 for March 25th, 2023. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. What's up? Hi, everybody. What's happening? How we feeling today, gents? Woo! Woo! Let's go. I mean, (laughs) there's something busted in my house. A few things, I think. Yeah, well. A couple couple things have been busted in the last 24 hours. (laughs) Fucking brackets, God. Brackets are busted. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that was a fun night last night. Just watching everyone's hopes and dreams and yeah. money wither away. That was great. It, it's it's madness kicking, in guys. March, everybody. It's madness. <laughs> Total chaos. Dude, Fires in the streets. Kicking though. Taurus, Taurus picking Yukon. Wow. So here's the thing. So everybody had either Alabama or Houston, basically. Yeah. If you didn't have Alabama or Houston, your team was probably out by now. I actually, in one bracket, the bracket I was doing best in, I had them in my final two, and they both lose, right? The two favorites in the tournament. Uh, and now I think in our two cents thing, I had Houston. You had Bama, right, uh, Rob? Yeah, I did. So, Nick, I think it's just you and Taurus with champions left, right? And what's funny is they're playing each other tonight. That is correct. (laughs) So it all comes down to this. It kind of does. I mean, not necessarily, but maybe. Yeah. Kind of. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, as of the time of this recording, Gonzaga and UConn will be playing each other tonight. Maybe by the time you're listening, the game's over. Uh, Taurus has a pretty sizable lead on me in terms of sheer points. How much? Uh, he's got 580. I've got 510. Yeah, okay, but you get, you get a win. Round worth? Yeah, you, uh, this round's probably worth 160 points. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I only have 80, and he has 160 so far. So it must be worth more than. Oh, it that. could be 320. This round might be no, worth. No, I think 80. I think uh, last round. Well, I don't. know. Let's count it. Here we go. Wait a minute. We're, we're gonna do the math. 64 is worth 10. Round of 32 is worth 20. Sweet 16 is worth 40. Elite 8 is worth 80. Final 4 is 160. Championship 320. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, so you can, I think, win the the thing tonight, Nick. Yeah. Unless something goes horribly wrong down the road. Like, if Gonzaga wins, I have a pretty good shot. If UConn wins, then I'm obviously out. Yeah. And Taurus just sweeps. I mean... If UConn wins tonight, Taurus wins. We don't need to watch the rest of the fucking bracket. It's over. <laughs> well, I don't think we needed to watch the, any of the bracket since it started. <laughs> so UConn wins. It's, oh, we definitely didn't. I'm fucking so over this month. Let's get to baseball season already. God oh, and damn I hate it. baseball. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of this. Uh, so let's see. 160, that would put him at 740. And I don't think anybody left has a potential of higher than well no i guess that's not true there's a couple but they're long shots it looks like bethany and mark could theoretically get over that number if towers only hit on yukon and then didn't get anything else but no maybe not though because yes they have texas and but yeah they both have texas so uh yeah, I think I, I think it's pretty. I think Taurus is probably going to get it unless Gonzaga wins tonight. It's I think it's a wrap either way, right? 
I think so. I think it's a wrap either way. So that, that's fun. That's fun when the bracket's over yeah. in, the, in the Elite Eight. I have the third round. I have. <laughs> yeah. I had two teams left in the Sweet Sixteen. I think. Yeah. Two. Yeah. And I've n- I had none left. <laughs> none left after last. I night. I think the strategy next year is just flip a coin for each round. Yeah. And just let it let it happen. Why not? I mean, there's got to be like chat by next year. Chat GPT will be able to fill in your bracket for fucking. ESPN has that feature, I think. Do you can they? just hit fill out on it. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. But do they do they like try to like uh pick the seeds and stuff? Yeah, and- I think they have like um some kind of formula that gives like, you know, X team an eighty percent chance in one game and you know a sixty percent chance in the next, and they just play the odds of the whole I got an they- idea for a bit though. Next okay. season, we come up with our own system and we watch every single college basketball game. And we and we do a bracket. And we do a perfect bracket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we come up we come up with our own system throughout the season and, and assign each team points and based on those points, how well they'll do in the bracket. If you think I am watching an entire season of college, basketball, I think this is the bit, guys. This if is the you bit. think <laughs> I am going to sit there and watch these kids like shoot twenty five percent from no, I, three, I hate this idea. To be clear. And fucking miss wide open dunks. If you think I'm fucking and get backcourt violations on (laughs) plays where they're not even guarded, if you think I am sitting falling asleep listening to this talk about this concept. I know I've been on my high horse for ten years on this. It's the same rant I do every year this time of year. You know, I'm into that. And now it's even more insufferable because I'm in Connecticut and UConn's going to the Final Four. It's insufferable. Everybody in my life that's a UConn fan. <laughs> I can't go out without seeing a Huskies jersey. I think this is the bit, guys. I mean, the, that bit for you can't be any worse than our bit for the bracket. <laughs> for me. I, I was, so I have a serious question. If you picked for your bracket every single game was an upset, would you be doing better than if you picked every seed wins, like every high seed wins at this point? I don't. I don't. I don't I think don't so. I don't think. If you had like sixteen seeds getting through <laughs> to the, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, right? that's not happening. <laughs> no, but what? Like in the long term, would it have done better? Do you think? Just not at all. No. No. No, I don't. Because didn't uh, fifteen seed beat the second seed in the first yeah, round? The, yeah, the, uh, they just got knocked out yesterday, actually. Princeton. Um, so so basically, you're saying that by the time you get to the final four, you have four 16 ranked Yeah, I teams. guess it wouldn't work either way. <laughs> but but also, the, the top-seeded teams didn't make it to the final four either, really. Well, no. It's the first time, I think, there's no top seeds in the Elite Eight. Or no, yeah, wait, it's, no. A, it's a mess. Right? <laughs> yeah. No top seeds in the Elite Eight, I think, first time ever. In this I think format. they need to really look at how they ranked teams this year. I think they need to evaluate the sport that they're playing and kill well, it. Yeah. And just let the kids go to the NBA and just be done with this stupid sport. Yeah, but I like the amateurness of it. I yeah, lo- it, you would. I love it. That's why it. you do this podcast. I guess, <laughs> listen, people that listen to this podcast, I'm sure get it. It's like you could be listening to Rogan or whatever. Yeah. You could be listening to This American Life and yeah. instead you're listening to fucking Two Cents. Yeah. So clearly you love the amateur nature of it. <laughs> Let's so just make the hoop it. bigger while we're at it. Make yeah. the ball smaller. Yeah, make the hoop bigger. <laughs> no, you know, put seven guys on the court at any moment. You know, drop drop the hoop down a couple feet. Yeah, so why I, not? So maybe, so maybe I can play. You know, do one of those like swimming pool hoops that you can dunk on that we used to do like jumping off the diving board <laughs> and dunking into. You know, 
Yeah, add some water to the stadium. Yeah. There you go. There you and go. make it sponsored Ooh. by Mattel. <laughs> and just use little, like, rubber balls and, you know. It's just a bunch of, like, adults in bath time. <laughs> Playing with rubber ducks. <laughs> oh, I'm over it. I'm so uh, over it. Oh, I love some good March Madness. Yeah, it's it's it sure is. Speaking of March Madness, oh, when are we going to reveal the Oh, yeah, uh, we have our own our brackets poll. to... Uh, oh, I haven't looked yet. So should we do it well, at the end of the show? Well, should we good. hype up the suspense a little bit? Yeah. Or? Stay tuned, everybody. You don't want to miss this. <laughs> well, I just looked. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. When do you want to do it? Now? Later? We'll do it later. We'll do it later. I don't know. What, what, what's uh, Rob, what's in the show notes for segment number two? I have nothing. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. Oh, my God. I know. Guys. What are we going to do? I uh, did watch the uh, Waco, Texas documentary on Netflix last night. Watched the whole thing. All three episodes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Back to back to back. I did not get to it yet. I was too busy watching Lucky Hank Mm. and other programs. I heard that Lucky Hank is delightful. It's very fun. It's very nice. Just give me Bob Odenkirk all day, every day. I don't care. Uh, what are you rolling your eyes for, Rob? You fucking love Bob Odenkirk. That's your boy. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't dude, roll my eyes. Rob, dude. You, did, you couldn't have rolled your eyes harder. I don't your think eyes people the realize skull. this doesn't come through in audio form. But about five times a show, Rob deploys this superpower of it. Like, it is... Like you feel like it creates like a vortex when he rolls his eyes, like it creates a breeze that travels across the country and hits a smack in the face. You know, the you know, the little little red slimy sticks that your eyeballs are attached to in the back. You can see them wrap around the entire ball as he rolls it through the back of his skull. There is nothing like an eye Rob eye roll like it's truly it is it is a an atomic weapon. It's a nuclear weapon, these things. And it he was just banned deploys in the Geneva them. Conventions. Yeah, he deploys them it's a just war like crime. irresponsibly. <laughs> like you you're not allowed to do that five times a show. Can I be honest you, with you about what just happened though? Yeah. <laughs> what just happened is I was I had my train of thought on something and yeah. fucking Nick mentions Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I lose my train of thought and I say to myself, you dumb piece of shit. You just <laughs> forgot what you were going to say. And I rolled my eyes at myself. <laughs> Waco, Rob. Waco. No, I want to hear about this. Good, Bob- get, you know, the police at Waco, Texas were more responsible with their weapons than you were with yours just now. Okay, uh, they were treated more humanely. Those people in that cult. Oh, I than was how just, we're being treated on this call. I was just like, you dumb fuck. How did you forget what you were just gonna say? <laughs> So Waco, the government did some bad shit, right? Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, they did. I didn't like the one-sidedness of the documentary though because it was very anti-government. Yes. Very. It's anti-government. pretty I don't see how you could see the events of Waco and be like, you know, maybe they were on the right there. From my understanding, it was pretty fucked up. It's yeah, very just fucked like up. they massacred a group of people that were Right. Dead, I don't know, right? man. <laughs> I mean, they definitely fucked up, but at the same time, he, David Koresh was a cult leader. Yeah, he, sure. he was keeping, he was raping children. He was keeping people there against their will. He was amassing yeah. weapons. 
He was amassing illegal weapons. Yeah. Did the government handle it right? No, they certainly did not. Yeah, a lot of like innocent people though got killed in the Ab- friendly fire. Ab- right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. What bothered me is how the survivors of the disaster still love David Koresh. Interesting. Mm. And they still think the government was absolutely in the wrong and that, you know, he was in the right. Mm. And it 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 was very very well, sort of anti build a martyr it does sort of build a martyr case right for the guy yeah, yeah it's kind right. of proven right yeah it's, oh it's yeah so not totally surprising no in that regard um yeah i don't know what do you do i mean how do you how do you when people are in a cult i don't really know how you what you try to expose to them that the guy is actually a cult leader like i don't know how you do that yeah these people are they're kind of lost, man. You know, God, cults used to be such the thing in the 90s, 80s. They were and all 90s. the rain. Oh, oh in my the 60s, God. too. I well, mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. we just had one like a couple years ago with the, the girl from Smallville and oh, the guy oh, in New York. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the right. XV, or whatever. XVIMJPQLLNOP. SVB Bank. SVU. Whatever it is. Yeah. CBDC, FTX, FBI, FTX. I don't know. I mean, all of these things are actual cults. So it's, yeah. yeah, but cults FDIC. back. FDIC. Cults back then were are had a, such a different feel. Like I was terrified. Yeah, they would drink out of goblets and right, shit. Right, and yeah, don't drink the Kool Aid. Fucking shit like that. Heaven- it seemed like something you could actually get wrapped up in. I was right. terrified of cults because you just thought that they were going to come snatch you up and take you into their group. Right. But you just grow up and you go, well, fuck, those people were probably just stupid. <laughs> yeah. I I think there's, the, you're right. I think there's been a, uh, there's no more glamour around cults. No. They've, they've sort of been, uh, you know, demystified. I, the, last, the last cult that I can think of that made me feel that way was uh, Heaven's Gate. When sure. that hail bop comet came around mm-hmm. and they thought the UFO was behind uh, the comet, so they all killed themselves. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, cults have sort of been like algorithmified. Yeah. Like everything nowadays. Yeah, I suppose. There's there's no more pizzazz. It's all well, now cults are all online, you know. Yeah. yeah and, they, and they they know they have a they have a practice, you know, routine. They know how to get them in, they know how to keep them there, get them out the door, whatever. They got the whole yeah, I think just like it's harder to get fooled into like it's it is I think about this a lot. It is astounding the difference in like pre-internet and post-internet times. Oh yeah. And we seriously underestimate the lack of access people had to information and stuff that we now just understand as true and yeah. common knowledge. Like a 5-year-old knows more about like physics and the universe than a lot of people knew like in the 70s that were adults yeah you know and it's one of those things like you know religion has has subsided in 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 so many ways now i think like our our uh our natural compulsions to like join tribes and to be religious to be to to worship idols or whatever i think is now channeled through like politics and stuff and other sort of cultural yeah, things you're probably but, right you're probably but the right. idea of like cults that sort of like supernatural the appeal of that i think is kind of lost on us yeah now. you know 
It's all it fandoms so easy now to too. Get fooled. Oh, sure. There you go. Yeah, they're they're Marvel fanboys. Comic Con is the new cult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the new branch. Uh, of yeah, Indians. but none of those none of those guys are gonna drink Kool Aid to kill themselves. <laughs> well, <laughs> give them a few years. Yeah, give them some time. The thing I remember about Waco, though, I mean, I was 10 years old at the time, so it was obviously big news. It was all it was on TV most of the time. The thing I remember is even in conservative Nebraska is people going, well, the government just needs to go in there and get those people enough of this bullshitting around, get in there and get the job done. So I think that was maybe the general consensus across conservative America. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I don't know what liberal America would have been like. Mm. At that time, maybe they agreed, you know, they, they kind of touched on it in the documentary. The the lib, the Democrats and the Republicans both uh, had these hearings and, and really let the government, you know, the FBI and the ATF have have it. Because right. I mean, they fucked up. They absolutely fucked up. Yeah. But I think I think it was the the thought of the time that pushed them to that. Like, get in there and get the fucking job done. Get these people out of there and end this thing. And, and, uh, and then something yeah. like, and then they do something like that and then it it breeds a Timothy McVeigh right it's hard to also uh, understand the media context at the time like it, it was is. a huge the standoff was huge so yeah. like there was this extra pressure it's like the OJ thing same kind of thing it's like there was so much pressure although the jury was secluded or whatever there was the weight of the world the weight of like race relations in America on their shoulders yeah and I think this was a similar thing where it's like you know, everybody is watching with bated breath. Like, are they holding hostages? Is someone going to get killed? Like, just go in there and finish this. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I wondered, like, <laughs> a couple decades earlier, would that have happened? You know, if it was the 60s or 50s? Yeah, probably not. And I think about what if something like that happened today? And it would be all-out war, I think. Yeah. I mean, it would... The, the, the radicals that, that were radicals then that were there at Waco, like the Timothy McVeighs, would mm-hmm. be the same type of ultra gun-toting yes. conservative people that we have today. And it right. would be so much more magnet. You know, it would just be blown up that much more. Right. And, yeah, like I said. Well, everyone would have dug their heels in. Yeah. That's the thing. Everybody yeah. would have dug their heels in. They would have been one way or the other. Like every issue now. It yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it would have erupted. Twitter going too. off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I think of the people that were labeled radicals and the ones that were like, fuck the government. Yeah, can't take our guns, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. How many more of those people are around today than there were then? <laughs> yeah, I, it almost it might have been like an even crazier January 6th. Yeah. You know, and like relatively few people died on, on January right. 6th. And, you know, if it had been right, if it had been that kind of bloodshed. Yeah. You know, like, look at the hearings that we're doing now. Could you imagine? Oh my Could you God. imagine what it would have been like? You know, if this was like... Um, I, I don't yeah. know if this country survives a present-day Waco-like situation. I don't think this country is going to survive this well, current situation. True. So true. never mind Waco. True. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I'm ready for the powder keg to, to <laughs> erupt any minute now. So, so I think, yeah, a Waco-like situation that happens now... Uh, yeah, I, I think it's all out war. I truly yeah. do. It's scary. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that's only 30 years. Yeah. Not to switch gears too much here, but we talked about Trump getting arrested last week. Oh, yeah. 
And now it looks like it might happen this week. We don't know. The grand jury, I guess, is still deliberating. And the but grand like, jury hasn't met. Oh, shit. They haven't met? No. They, they met Monday for uh, a different case, and then uh-huh. it was canceled Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, they canceled the Wednesday session. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't either. You don't think it's going to happen, period? No. No. No, because Trump wants it now. now- yeah. <laughs> right. I think I think it's sort of... I think if they were able to get him blindsided, that would have been one thing. But I think that he made such a big fuss of it now yep. that I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, there's that story that he wanted to be handcuffed, I guess. Yep. Like he's requesting that he yep. be handcuffed. Yep. By the way, I don't think that's a good calculation. In my, like, I, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. totally not. Everybody keeps saying that. This is going to be good for him. I, I said this last week. I don't buy it. I just don't buy, like, another thing. Just more bullshit with him is going to help. Because, like, the, like DeSantis' yeah, whole depend- campaign like, now is that, like, I'm kind of like Trump, but I don't have any of the bullshit. Right? Well, and that's sort of what are we banking on here? Like, are we banking on this idea that, like, oh, if Trump is a martyr, he'll do better. It'll motivate his base more, maybe. Mm-hmm. But is the majority of America that way? I think the majority of America wants all the drama to go away. We want to just right. fucking breathe. Yes. Right. Especially, you know. Not even necessarily even related to Trump, just like the COVID era has been so much. Like oh everybody my just gosh, wants yeah. to fucking chill. That's right. all we want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? you're telling me like Trump's base is not motivated already. Like Right. They're not gonna change. And the, and right. and and I think DeSantis is right in the sense that Trump's base will go to him if he's the nominee. Yeah. As long as he doesn't run. As long as Trump doesn't run third party. I think. Right. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, like uh, yeah. I, like I think the mere fact that DeSantis is polling at even with Trump, sometimes leading, sometimes a few points behind, but the fact that he, like he is a contender in this race is proof that all this bullshit is not helping Trump. And and frankly, he hasn't announced yet. Right. So like the fact that <laughs> he's ba- well, like, he's basically how, announced. Yeah, but, he basically announced much, on Piers the other day. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. But how much does the um how much does that influence the polling? The fact that he's not officially declared. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, having a machine, sure, that it's going to help. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Having, so. like, commercials and yard signs and, yeah, I mean, that's going to help. Debates. Um, But, yeah, so. Well, Trump is I, insane I, if he thinks being handcuffed is is his savior. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't fucking that get picture, this. That picture would be everywhere all the time. And it only, in the <laughs> end, it only hurts him. Yeah, it'd be like th- that shot of Johnny Cash, like his mug shot. You know, right, it'd be like this right. iconic thing of like Trump getting handcuffed. Yeah. The mistake of Trump and his supporters is thinking that every person who voted for him in 2016 is as rabid a supporter as the people who protested on Jan 6. Right. Yes. Right. Conflating those two is not, it's a big mistake. Correct. Yeah. So. Correct. So yeah, I um, but but the, I brought it up just because I'm like, how do we feel about the powder keg? Like, do, how do, do I we feel think, about the powder keg? Yeah, do you think like it's actually a powder keg? Do you think like there's just you know, sparklers in the powder keg rather than gunpowder? Like, what? Do, how do we feel? Is this gonna is this gonna be bad if he gets arrested? No, 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 huh? No, I don't think so. No. Everybody wants to act like it's the end of the world if he gets arrested. The, People are not going to go protest in droves if Trump gets no. arrested. No. no, huh? No. I wonder if because it's been so long, 
now that they've been teasing it. I wondered like if it happens now is the air kind of out of the balloon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it, it gave Trump this opportunity to fire up his base. Mm-hmm. And fundraise. And fundraise. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Beyond that, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Yeah. It's if, so hard to predict what he's going to do. It's pointless to get Trump on any charges other than insurrection. It is pointless. Yeah. And this one, too, is like so minor. Well, we yeah. don't really. Here's the truth is we don't really know what the charges are. We don't really know what the case is. We only know what Trump said. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we it's, only it's, know what Trump said. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's maybe you're right. Maybe there are unrelated charges. But like if it's just a campaign finance thing, it's like, God, like I thought that was kind of like an unspoken rule. You know, like just like at the end of basketball games, like you don't call like ticky tack fouls. And I thought like with campaign finance, that just wasn't a thing people cared about. I think John Edwards paid off a whore. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's a name I haven't heard in. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but again, yeah, that was, that was, that was about, um, that was about removing a player from the, from the field. Right. Yeah. But he was never convicted. Right. No. Of anything? no, no, he resigned. Was he even charged? Yeah, right. Was he even no, charged? He just, he just like resigned and yeah. stepped away. There was yeah. no, it was just a scandal. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it was the just The problem with Trump is scandals don't work. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. I Do guess. you remember the days where a scandal and would happen and somebody would resign and step away and you'd never hear from them again in the good old days? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the old adage, uh, you know, the two things you can't be caught with, dead body or a live boy, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the, in, in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> and now I, I doubt that either one would sink you, you know? Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like you could, you could kind of talk your way out of either one. <laughs> How about when this sunk a, this sunk a uh, presidential run? Oh, is this the speech? Well, you this guys. Is this is the best. You have already got the picture here. Oh, uh, I'm going to fast forward. Michigan. Yeah, Gary, get to and it. And Oregon David. and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That sunk him. The Howard Dean moment. Howard, That's Howard Dean, Dean in 2004. Yes. Oh, man. That, he never recovered from never recovered. that scream. Think about that. Yeah. Trump said, grab him by the pussy. It didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, whoa. Like, it's, I do that every week on this podcast. Like the White House. Please clap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he was finished. He that was, should be a drop on this show, by the way. It should too. be. <laughs> <laughs> and that became like, this is your Howard Dean moment. Yep. Yep. You know, he was leading. He was leading oh. the Bulls. <laughs> and, and they take John Kerry that year. <laughs> no. Who is like, I mean, literally a human piece of toast. Oh, my God. Unbuttered. <laughs> He is the human embodiment (laughs) of a piece of toast. He's literally, if he was a flavor, he'd be flour. I mean, (laughs) raw flour. Yeah. (laughs) He's that bland. (laughs) He did give me candy one time, so I'm very thankful to him for that when I treated at his house. But uh, that is all the good things I have to say about John Kerry. (laughs) 
Oh, Howard <laughs> Dean. Missed the yeah. good old days. Yeah, it, that's crazy too. Like, I feel like um, rapid uh, changes in polling are not as common now. It feels like people have dug their heels in more. Voters are less likely to change their minds halfway through a primary. Yeah. You know, and like, so individual moments like that don't swing it as much. I feel like primaries used to be more fun. You know, like I think about Obama and, and Hillary in 08. Like that was a massive upset. Um, but then ever since then, like Mitt Romney kind of just like rolled through the primary. Trump was always in first, although it was an interesting primary. He was always in first. What if Hillary had won that in 2008? I mean, she would have went on to win the presidency. Yeah. Uh, maybe i don't know she would not ha- john mccain was not gonna beat hillary clinton she lost to donald trump <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she, yeah you have but to remember to be, sarah to palin she lost to you had donald sarah trump. palin <laughs> but donald trump beat her one of the biggest things that people didn't like about hillary clinton was her role in the obama presidency that's that true. wouldn't have existed. This is pre-Benghazi. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think she would have won. And it's closer to the Clinton years. Um, yeah. It's a good and decade I think at, closer at, to the Clinton years. That's true. And at the time, the Clinton years were thought of fondly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think there's a lot of things in her favor. She's She probably would have won. She would, McCain <clears throat> was always pretty despised. <laughs> yeah. And y- you throw somebody like Sarah Palin in there, that sunk McCain. I God. mean, my God. Also, the days when a vice president could kill you. Yeah. You know? Bold move, but... Yeah, but I mean, that woman was an idiot. Let's be honest. What, what was that selection, though, man? What was that about? I don't know. That was at the time where it's like, yeah, we're gonna we got to get a woman in here. Yeah. Gonna balance the ticket. That was yeah. the ticket t- balance. Well, I guess now it still happens with Kamala or whatever, but... Like Trump was just like, you know what? I'm going to get Mike Pence. (laughs) Just no ticket balancing whatsoever. (laughs) No one. I remember when John McCain announced it was Sarah Palin because it was like, here's a list of three. I don't even remember the list of three people. And they're like, it's going to be one of these three. And and then he comes out and no one knows who the fuck Sarah Palin is. Like, right, right, right. The the broadcasters live on air. Like, who the fuck is that? And they're like, oh, she's the governor of Alaska. What? <laughs> they're like, Alaska has a governor? Yeah. <laughs> and she also happens to be the best Saturday Night Live character you could have <laughs> yeah. possibly yeah. imagined. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, okay. Hillary wins in 2008. And uh-huh. mm-hmm. she serves for eight years. I mean... Uh, I don't know. You think... Maybe. I don't know. Who ran in... Uh, Mitt oh, Romney. Mitt Romney. Oh, no way. With... Paul Ryan, right? Hillary that, Clinton that would have fucking decimated Mitt Romney. It, not I, even I, a- guys, I, I will need to reiterate to you. She lost to Donald Trump. Yeah. 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 It's tough. To, it's tough to get. I mean, the only way we'd know who would win beyond that, Rob, is to gauge how she would have been as president. Yeah. Right. And that's really tough to do. Yeah. I mean, but my I mean, po- I, the point I'm getting to is, OK, Hillary's in there for eight years. There's no insult to Donald Trump. At the fucking White House Correspondence Center. Oh, good dinner. point. No birtherism. That's <laughs> no, true. There's no birtherism. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but see, I wonder, though, if he just would have went harder on the Clinton death squad, you know? Like, I wonder if he would have went he hard on, like, Clinton But he might have still been friends with Bill and Hillary. Good point. Yeah. Epstein would still be a free man. Epstein would still be a free man. Yeah, alive. Yeah, yes. they'd all be hanging out on his on his. He wouldn't have killed himself. Right. True. Well, he didn't, but... 
Right. So, okay, then we get to the end of her presidency in 2016. Yeah, then it's a real... There's an alternate world. Yeah, There's an alternate world where Epstein is president right now. <laughs> well, he could have been. He could be a, you know. Oh. <laughs> or he's the secretary of uh, yeah. treasury or something. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Who would Hillary's VP have been? Oh, she would have taken another woman. No, 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 no. no. You, don't you don't think Obama? No. No, she, uh, no I don't think Obama. No. Who who else ran that year? Was it, it was just those three? Right? That, this is this is what I'm getting at. Just Edwards could it have still been Biden? Oh, could she have uh, could she have selected Biden as well? You think? You think Biden is the inevitable in this in this I butterfly think, I flex? think so. Butterfly. Wow. I mean, well, no, because the whole effect. thing was young black guy mm-hmm. got to balance it with an old white guy, and I think if you know Hillary's, I mean, she picked Tim Kaine or whatever in sixteen. <laughs> I think it would have been a safe, you know, white that was guy. A bad pick too. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, I mean, everything about that campaign was bad. Like, everything about that campaign was like stomping on a rake and hitting you in the face, yeah. you know? I just, I love thinking about the alternate realities of if one thing like that would have changed. And and, um, and I, I always think about what if Hillary had become president in 2008. Oh, Tim Kaine was actually a finalist on, on Obama's list. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm looking at it now. Kathleen Sebelius, I don't know who that is. No. Nope. Uh, you always want to pick it's it's the the VP pick like considerations are really interesting all the time cuz you want to pick somebody who balances you enough and can help pick up the side of the country you won't, but at the same time that you want them to be from like a safe district. Unless you're right? John McCain in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just swinging for the fences. I think McCain's the old Maverick was, is need... just letting it rip, half court shot. At at the time, though, I think didn't Republicans think, man, we need to start getting women to vote for absolutely, us? Yeah. Yes, absolutely, yes, yeah. absolutely. The problem was right. they picked like the dumbest woman. <laughs> I can see Russia from my front porch. That was the whole thing. It's like Republicans are like, we're going to go hard on on like suburban women. Yep. And Democrats were like, we're going to go hard on Hispanics. Yep. Right. That was the whole thing. And since then, since the Rainbow Coalition, whatever, it is completely flipped. Yeah. Isn't it funny how suburban yeah. women are voting for Biden and Hispanics are voting for yeah. Trump? It, it's what it's is going unbelievable on? <laughs> the, the flip in like a decade. But that's how like fickle American politics is sometimes. You know, I also think people don't like being campaigned to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm sure there's like proof that it works. Yeah. Women weren't like, you know what? You've 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 picked a woman that represents us. in our <laughs> <Yeah>. interest. <laughs> I mean, think about Palin. That's so funny. It's it's like uh, it's like when Will Ferrell did strategery when he did uh, Bush. When Tina Fey said, "I can see Russia from my house," yeah, people believed she actually said it. Yeah, like they started quoting Sarah Palin you know, as saying yeah. that line in a debate. You yeah, know? <laughs> there's been like a, a Bernstein Bears Mandela effect thing <laughs> with that line. <laughs> and it's you believe it. It's like yeah, she would say that. She would. That's that's the thing that's so perfect about that line is because it's a hundred percent something she would have said. One of the toughest interviews I ever watched was uh, Katie Couric's interview with Palin. And she's like, Katie's like, what magazines do you read? And Sarah Palin's like, oh, I read all the magazines. <laughs> <laughs> no, but which Good one? housekeeping, no, no. men's health. <laughs> which ones do you really read? 
Oh, uh, I read a variety of magazines. Variety, that's another one I read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like she was so scared to like Man, give the wrong I think we're answer. Out of time. Yeah. Oh, time, that's another one. Oh, here it is. Here it is. September 30th, 2008. And when it comes to establishing your worldview, I was curious, what newspapers and magazines did you regularly read before you were tapped for this to stay informed and to understand the I've world? read most of them, again, with a great appreciation for the press, for the media. But like what I mean, specifically? I'm curious that you... Um, all of them, any of them that um, have... have in front of me over all these years. Um, I, have a, I have a vast me. variety of sources where we get to our toilets across Alaska America. Foreign country where it's kind of suggested. It seems like wow. How could you keep in touch with what the rest of Washington D.C. maybe thinking <laughs> and doing? Holy shit! Pause. Like you could have just stopped. You should have cut it off there. She goes. <laughs> She goes, I read a variety of magazines. In fact, people are shocked at the breadth of knowledge. Like, people are stunned. She doubled down on the lie. Oh, that's incredible. Isn't she fucking terrible? That's amazing. How people in touch with what the rest of Washington, D.C. may be thinking and doing when you live up there in Alaska? Believe me, Alaska is like a microcosm of America. Oh man, that is and so. She's like funny. promoting Alaska, yeah. while she's running for vice president. <laughs> that is so funny. Isn't that fucking awful? I read so many, Matt. I read them all. Any ones that are put in front of yep. me. It's like they pick. I have the a vi- great appreciation the- for the media. GQ, big fan of that one. Yeah. It feels like they did the VP pick purely based on like identity politics, though. And not actually based on like interviewing her and determining if she can speak to the press. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's how the vice president works. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's what it is. You should get them to speak. Make sure they can talk like a normal person. Yeah, yeah. Put them put them through a a fake debate. I I remember her acceptance speech to the VP was was good, and everybody was was you know optimistic. Mm -hmm. But that the was pre-written the, speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the height of her optimism for. Right. I mean, man, I don't, I don't think there's any chance that Mc, there's nobody McCain could have picked to beat Obama that year. No. But no. man, that was the wrong choice. <laughs> what if he picked Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the the kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. Let me see who else was on that short list. And, um... Man, that would be a bold-ass move. If you're the nominee, you pick your opponents, the person your opponent barely well, beat in the primary. I think Nico's going to bring it up here, but wasn't uh, Lieberman yes, on? Right. Okay. I was just I was... about to say that. Yeah, Lieberman was the front runner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was, it was, it was, right, which is a crazy thing. Yeah. That's a crazy thing to think about. He would have. He was Al Gore's VP in two thousand. Right. Yeah, and it was going to be John McCain's in two thousand eight. It's insane. Lieberman. He was like sort of like known as like a moderate, though, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. He, that was like he his was, thing. He was the deputy dog. Yeah. <laughs> he had those jowls that hung down and he kind of talked like this. I like vaguely re- Joe Lieberman. I va- yeah, I vaguely remember Lieberman, but I, I was a kid when... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at his picture again, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Another thing, like... He was always, I think, really well-liked. But a Democratic VP, like, that's crazy. Another thing you would never even think about. Like, that's fucking West Wing fan fiction of, like, reach across the aisle and, you know, show that... You know. But Lieberman would have been the absolutely better pick than Sarah Palin. <laughs> True. That's it. And the but other thing paper, is right. You're right. But on paper, they're going to be like, I don't know, old white guy with old white guy. Like on paper, I could see why they would be yeah, like a little apprehensive I know, to do but that. But how many Democrats do you pull over if you've got Lieberman on your ticket? It's maybe not many. It's maybe not many. And Obama you know, won some though, of those states by a it, large margin. So th- that doesn't work today. Is the other thing. No. Like, moderates are not liked anymore. Have no. you noticed that? No. Yeah. <laughs> I have. As Lieberman fact, would be I the have. most despised yeah. man in Washington today. Yeah. A lot of these names I don't even remember. Tim Pawlenty, who was uh, yeah. governor of Minnesota. Yeah. I do um, Tom that. Ridge, secretary of Homeland Security yeah. under Bush. Yeah. And then Romney was on the short list as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, some of these things, man. Like, uh, yeah, I guess I, Lindsey Graham was in the mix. Jesus, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Um, like, I, I also think about. Um, I just, I just watched the uh, the War Room documentary. I don't, I don't know if you ever seen it. It's Mm-mm. from ninety uh, two. One of the great documentaries ever made, but it's about uh, James Carville and George Stephanopoulos and the Clinton campaign. Oh. Yeah, and it's and it's like a cinema verite, and it's a, this awesome documentary because it's like so inside baseball, and they never turn the cameras off. Like, there's a scene in there where like Stephanopoulos is literally threatening a member of the Ross Perot campaign to bury a story, <laughs> and and they just film it and use it in the final cut. Like, it's amazing. Wow, um, Ross Perot, <laughs> and I think about they touch on it briefly in this documentary, Ross Perot in June of 1992 was leading in the polls. Yeah. Yeah. He was in first place. Yeah. There was it was a big thing. It was I mean, huge. And then he dropped out of the race and then came, came back in and still got 20%. Like it's that is an insane thing. The that 90s happened. the 90s were insane, you guys. My god. <laughs> we don't talk about how crazy that was. He was a third party candidate leading in the polls drops out comes back like a month beforehand does like two debates and somehow affects the election in a significant way oh yeah you know i don't remember like, why he dropped this, like, out sideshow i don't remember I, why he dropped out i'm forgetting now too uh, i feel like it had to do with like a medical thing i'll find it right now uh, dropped out in 1992 amid controversy, but they don't specify what the con. Uh, his budget numbers were contested by Tim Russert on Meet the Press during a heated <laughs> interview. Oh my god! <laughs> were we ever somebody, so young? <laughs> somebody he got mad about his budget numbers being contested, so he's like, "Fuck you, America! I'm out." <laughs> Deuces! <laughs> I don't need this. What? Oh man, that is that's not hilarious! Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> I I wish they'd do a documentary on this. 
There, there has to be some. There has to be something. Yeah, there's got to be something somewhere. Uh, a weird, quiet settled over Ross. But I'm reading this from um, the Washington Post from '92. Um, let me try to skip paper record. The nut graph here. Um, <laughs> paper record. Paper record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Perot quit, not necessarily for the reasons he has given. According to interviews with Rollins and other campaign insiders since Perot gave up the race Thursday, he did not quit because the Democrats had revitalized themselves or because throwing a three-way presidential race to the House would have been disruptive. Perot quit because he he could not stomach politics. The hired guns burnishing his image, the junk mail, the scrutiny by the press, the pounding from opponents, the sugar coating. So he just couldn't handle the stress. He just couldn't handle it. And that is the most Ross Perot thing of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Just like a guy, a weird, quirky old guy for the Reform Party that just didn't have the guts to do collapses underneath his own weight. Yeah. Yeah, now all these third-party people are running specifically because they like all that shit. Right. You know what I mean? They're running because they they want want the attention. Yeah. And they want to squeeze 2% out of one of the parties. In the in the final results, you know, I, yeah. I think this this country just needs a king, I'm just a ruthless <laughs> dictator, and I would <laughs> most like to step up to that job. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a joke, people. That's a joke. I don't know how you. I don't know. I don't know how you fix politics. It's I, just gotten more and more polarized. Yeah. Yeah, the other remember Ralph Nader too. Remember like all these oh. weird, like, you know, there were like guys like that that just they uh, like I don't think like he was never married, he didn't have any kids. He was kind of just this weird quirky guy that got into politics and somehow got like two percent of the vote. Like that doesn't happen anymore. No, you know everybody is just out for blood in these things, and I think like guys like that, although they weren't really serious candidates did actually believe in the things that they were saying mm-hmm. and in their vision of America, you know? Like, Perot actually believed in, like, you know, fiscal responsibility. What? I just kind of remember Ross Perot having these weird sayings, like, oh, you got to clean up the budget so that you can close the barn door so the horses don't get out. I mean, it was right, just right, shit right, like right, that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that folksy, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like a fake folksy, though. No, no. It wasn't like a, you know, a Mitch McConnell, all shucks. Uh, yeah, like it wasn't, yeah. yeah, it was. From his mansion. Right, it was <laughs> yeah. actual, right. Yeah, I'm just like me and you. I'm a good old farm boy. Yeah. Like, it was legit folksiness. Yeah. Oh, the 90s, my God. I'm so glad to have lived through the 90s. I yeah, love yeah. that I lived through the 90s. I wish I did. Fuck you know, I, I mean, was, we, I was we were born. born. Yeah, yeah, but we were like, you know. O.J. We Simpson. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Dial-up internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the good old days oh, of dial-up internet. Oh, dial-up internet was terrible. It was terrible even then. Like, we knew then that this sucks. <laughs> this is not worth <laughs> this it. This is not... <laughs> This is not what it's supposed to be. Yeah. There right. are cool things to do, but it took forever. Yeah, I thought, I mean, it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. A- yeah. The, the, the sign of AOL, the uh, the sound of AOL. You've got mail. Yeah. Is, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Hold on, I have some old-timey music for us to talk about the old days of the internet. <laughs> when men were men and ladies were dames. Sign on to AOL Instant Messenger. This is the future. Welcome to the future. See <laughs> spot run. There, there is something about all of the technology being shit. But it had such charm. It did. And you, we're going to be were, saying the same thing about TikTok someday. Though. No, no, yeah. but, 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 but there was also like a sense of like the future looking bright. Whereas now I think when we look at the future, it's terrifying. Yeah. When we look yeah. at what technology will be able to do in five years, I am horrified. But when right. you're when you were using a VHS and you're like, man, when they put these on discs, like <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> I wish there was a flatter way to store these things. <laughs> now it's just like how covert can the terrorist groups in this country operate, you know, right. on these dark web channels. Like that's that's what technology how can, does. How for can us. companies know what I'm going to buy before I know what I'm going to and buy? And my specific sexual fetishes, you know, like right. how <laughs> exactly that's every technological advancement now. Um and with with the advancements of AI, we can I don't know, yeah. put you out of work. How easy is it to put people out of work and build a pipe bomb? You know, that's <laughs> which which I don't subscribe to these uh, horrors of new technology that everybody like, you know, yeah, AI will put some people out of work. It'll probably also create new jobs. It's kind of just this is how technology always goes. But but I do. I don't know. Maybe you can tell us, Rob, in the 90s was Technology advancing. Was it 2001? Was it like oh, was it a sense of wonder world? or was it a sense of fear? It was. Yeah. Oh no no no! It was a sense of wonder because it, the thing was, oh, you can buy a computer, and the minute you take it out of the box, it's outdated. You know that was the that was the fucking slogan back in the 90s. You you can't own a computer for more than a day, and it's already outdated. So we saw this vast jump in technology every day, and it was wild to watch. It was it was optimistic. Yeah. It was like, what is this going to there was a lot of what is this going to lead to? We never knew. I think there was always a fear of people getting stupider. Right. Oh, that, yeah. Like, and that was the thing with TV. TV was considered the idiot box. It was just a time suck. Yeah. And I think it was always like this thing is dulling us. Yeah. I don't know that we had. I mean, not like, you know, the conversation and a bunch of other like great paranoid thrillers of the 70s expressed this kind of like. Um, this fear of being monitored and but I don't I don't think that was clear when the internet first came out of how companies and government are going to be able to spy on us essentially right and learn everything about us that data and information was going to be the new currency you yeah there there you can watch some sci-fi movies of the time that like predicted it or hinted at some of the possible horrors of future future technology but even then like it felt like they were hyperbole whereas now when you go back and watch those you're like yeah we've already done that <laughs> yep that's that's coming that's right around the corner i love watching these old timey house of the future like this is what the house of the future is gonna be like oh, <laughs> oh like they, yeah. don't they have a ride like that at disney world yeah, yeah like they take you through a tour of yeah. like the Homes of the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it? It's Tomorrowland. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Tomorrowland. Right. Yeah. With the animatronics. You can shop from your living room. 
Look, <laughs> look at the live people on the other end of the camera showing an icebox in every house. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't talk about how like, and your refrigerator will uh, send advertisements to you. <laughs> yeah. Here's a 52 second uh, clip of the uh, <laughs> kitchen of the future. And in the kitchen. This is the kitchen of tomorrow, a press button dream coming true for Mrs. Housewife. So she oh, presses Mrs. a Housewife. <laughs> so, so presses a button and a half of a wall kind of slides down. She's getting into the into the refrigerator. All sorts of wonders are hers at the push of a button, from refrigerator doors to countertops built for big gals or little gals. Don't have to <laughs> a leave rising, over here, It's a rising so. countertop. What's for dinner? Consult the menus on pictures and dish up something new for a change. Now she's looking at a TV screen that's got slides going through menus. And look where the toaster is. It's built built into the fucking stove. (laughs) The predictions of the future. Press a button and a meal is ready. Yes. And what we actually have, Uber Eats. Just (laughs) fucking. We just got broke college kids, you know. Can I pay $60 to have Wendy's delivered in an hour, please? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing about the future is like it's always dirtier than you imagine. Yeah. Like, you always expect, like, it's this clean, kind of automated, everything's like the Jetsons. Oh, yeah, this fucking kitchen is is spotless beautiful. It's all stainless steel, and everything's push button. There's no handles on the cupboards, you just push them. Yeah, that was the thing about the future, it was just, like, buttons and doors that go up and down rather than in and out. Like, that's the whole thing. That's why, why, like, cyberpunk settings or, um, uh, what's that uh, Harrison Ford movie? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. That's why those types of like stories were so appealing though, because they're they're more realistic. Yeah, I can see that future. Where everything's right? like, like dirty and there's crime and yeah, right. Yeah, that future seems more plausible yeah. than the Jetsons any day. <laughs> Fucking Jetsons. That was such horseshit. <laughs> Daughter Judy. Jane, his wife. Uh <clears throat> Was the best. Nothing like when the Jetsons met up with the Flintstones. Oh my for the first god! Time. Oh, I mean, I wasn't even alive when it aired, but when I saw that for the first time, it's like my world crossover was, of yeah. the millennia. Yeah, yeah. It's just literally, yeah. literally. <laughs> well, should we get to our bracket? Uh, yeah. Oh, the results. Yeah, sure. We got the results are in. I would love for you folks who participated to uh, let me know what your experience of this new bracket system was yeah we have not seen the results of this poll well this has been hidden. two of us have <laughs> two of us um, so yeah so i actually we set this up just to be clear for all the listeners we could not see the results until you could see the results right yeah. so i there's a time for how long the poll will go and when it ends the results are revealed to everybody so um i'm not surprised in the slightest by any of these res- results <laughs> oh no that doesn't bode well for me <laughs> So I put the Coca-Cola ad. Do you want to do? Do you want to do the Nick bracket versus the Nico bracket first? Yes. Yeah, I mean, because I think I know where it's going. Um, well, yeah. So, let's just get the other one out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start with the Nick division versus the Nico division. Nico insisted uh, foolhardily to put the Coca-Cola ad through. I'd like to buy the world. This is my favorite one. It's a good one. Never vote with your heart. And I was hoping that my listeners would, my listeners, our listeners, but my listeners really would back me up on this. Here's the thing. This is the important thing to know. I am resoundingly the least favorite host on this program. Unquestionably. 
think you're the least favorite? Absolutely. I don't buy that. I think it's Nico my all only. The, way. the only benefit of <laughs> it's obviously me. It's obviously me. I'm joking. I'm joking. The only reason I'm here, guys, is because if I wasn't here, the show wouldn't still be going. That's yeah, probably yeah, that's, that's probably that's true. the truth. That's probably right. true. So see, that should make you the favorite. Yeah, you save two cents. Yes. Yeah. There you go. I saved two cents like Top Gun saved movies, but what, what, did, that, what did that get it? You're welcome, world. The no, no, sound. No, 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 no. You're more like Nicole Kidman. You're right. <laughs> okay, great. Even less recognition. Um, the yeah, results so, are in. Yeah, I mean, I picked. I I don't know. That was my favorite one. I thought it was the best song, and it was the best song. I imagine uh, you guys didn't vote for it, and I'm mad at you all. What do you think? 13 votes. What I don't do you remember. think the percentages were, Nico? I don't think I voted. <laughs> I think I got you voted. Like two. I got oh, like okay. two votes. Uh, it doesn't give me the number of votes. I'd have to do the math, but that's probably pretty. Maybe three? Okay. Two or three? I've you lost. got 15% of the vote. Woof. 84.62% <sighs> of the vote to me for Kit Kat. I mean, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough, I guess. Play the Kit Kat thing real quick. Sure. I think Subway would have been a closer. Uh... I fucked up my bracket. There's no question about it. But I rigged it to get Coca-Cola in the final four, and I'm happy about it. I We cannot hear the song. You can't hear it? <laughs> no. I was worried about that. Um, That's all right. I don't know if my... I, I'd have to mess with my settings. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah, you know the Kit Kat song. Yeah. You know the Kit Kat song. Um, A little bit closer here. Ooh. A little bit closer. Because um, I'm the least liked one on the show. That's right. <laughs> we have the listener division and the Rob division. The listeners, of course, picked Roto Rooter. Even oh, though we we picked well, we Roto-Rooter. picked Roto Rooter for it. Yeah. But uh, the listeners picked Roto Rooter. A real Rob, Cinderella story there. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Rob picked O'Reilly's. Yeah. I think Rob won this one. Fight to a little closer, but Rob, sixty-one percent of the vote wow. to O'Reilly's. I, I oh, mean, I expected oh, it oh. to be close. I expected them both to be close. To be honest with you, I did not expect the Kit Kat to to win that resoundingly. I am mad at all of you. I uh, I'm putting you all in timeout. I'm putting you all in Discord timeout. <laughs> so now, do we do a vote for O'Reilly versus Kit Kat? We we do. do. That, all that's right. Next. Um, I could have told you in round one who was going to win this bracket. <laughs> I'm telling you, this has gone exactly how I pictured so you far. You think? Yeah, without question. Okay, we'll see. If you think that I was trounced, or if you think that you were trounced, yeah. Nico, in the previous round, wait until I get trounced. <laughs> I think I'd vote Kit Kat. And I- this personally, I mean, I, if we're making endorsements here. Actually, I'm the only one that can make an endorsement, right? Because it's the two of you up against each other. <laughs> yeah. Now. So, yeah, if I had a vote, I would vote Kit Kat, I think. The fact that O'Reilly struggled against Roto-Rooter tells me that it's going to be a close, it's going to be a close one. Yeah, but Roto-Rooter kind of kicks ass, though, doesn't it? It does, it does. Plus, the listeners probably wanted to vote for themselves. So you're pretty much saying that Kit Kat is not better than Roto-Rooter. That's what Uh, you just uh, said. Congratulations. It's tough. I think that's a tougher call. I think that's 50-50. for proving me right and i win this bracket game over probably over (laughs) no we got to still do the vote no we do have to do the vote i want to know what the listeners have to say because all right it's gonna be interesting 
we'll put up one more poll. You can vote in the Discord channel. Same one as the last one. Um, and we're going to crown the ultimate jingle, the ultimate uh, commercial jingle. Again, I'm endorsing Kit Kat. That's my official endorsement. But not that that official endorsement because nobody fucking voted for the Coke ad. (laughs) What a jam. Why are you endorsing the thing that kicked your ass so much? That's like getting beat up by the bully and going, yeah, I like like Kevin Durant joining the Warriors. I like that guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I really respect him for kicking my ass. I ain't soft. Fuck that, dude. (laughs) I'll endorse O'Reilly. Curiosity. I'd love to put Kit Kat up against Subway. Just in a little bonus vote. I guess we'll never know. (laughs) Alternate universe. (laughs) I wonder if Burger King would have had a better chance. Oh, I think Burger King would have done a lot better, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think Subway. It was crazy that you threw away both Subway and Burger King. I was I was face palming so hard last time (laughs) because I was like, what is he doing? Wants Nick. Okay. And I just love that Coke song. He'd like to see the world. Whatever the fuck. The perfect harmony. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect harmony. Yeah. (laughs) Now nah, uh, people want Burger King Chicken chicken <laughs> That's what people want Nobody wants world oh, peace and I harmony I do hate that fucking one though That is terrible Marinara mozzarella Look at this royal crispy fella Sauce and cheese Crispy chicken Italian royal We live in the TikTok generation right now I mean That is awful Chicken, 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 Italian spicy bacon, chicken. Take one Same word, four times. Uh, five dollar your way, I rule this day. Nuggets, fries, drink bars, just been two full meals, five ninety nine each. Whopper royal crispy, two fries, two drinks. Eat Good like a king on the budget. Three tasty options: fries, drink, and nuggets. All for okay. Five Whopper, 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 Junior Double. Those are my favorite ones. <laughs> it's the same word four times. Uh, That's great. All so, right. Yep. I'll put up the poll today. Cool. Uh, y'all can vote. We'll give it till next Saturday morning. Love it. So Love it. Does that do it for us for this week? Go Zags. Yeah. Go Bulldogs. Those are Bulldogs, right? Yeah. Go Bulldogs. Uh, March Madness. (laughs) April's almost here, boys. I can feel it. You're just mad that you can't bet on them. (laughs) I I am mad. I can't bet on UConn in the state, which is absurd. As if I'm going to get some hot tip on the streets of of Hartford County. (laughs) Uh, Maybe through the same way you got the Gatorade tip. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Join our Discord. That's, yeah, do that. We like hearing Hit from up, you. Message us. Uh, there's been a lot of hot debate and discussion over this this bracket. Yes. Oh, yes. It's set the Seems Discord on invested. fire. People are very <laughs> mad about all of these jingles and oh. they're sick of them. <laughs> they're just mad about the bracket bit in general. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. <laughs>